We join in the line now by our market analyst Clive Ntozabantu Ramatibela. Good morning. Hey, 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 Brexit. Hey, 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 UK people, the British people are conservative. Hey, hey, hey. Hello! Let's show the morning to you, Satina, and to the rest of the AM Live listeners. Can you believe it? Oh, my goodness. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, 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 get it off your chest. Uh, let, let's go there since you started there. So, uh, what's going on with Brexit? Uh, and does this Brexit fallout spell trouble for South African banks and our economy? I, I, you know what, Sitting? I was up there uh, early hours that morning and, and the results kept coming in. And I was watching closely at the polls and what people were expecting. And I promise you now, even those about would not have guessed. <laughs> he gets it right this time around, all headed wrong. It is quite phenomenal. And the most interesting part is it's just this new feeling of nationalism that has uh, hit not just the UK, though, but the entire Eurozone, as well as the Americas. As you can see, people still behind Donald Trump. People still want to see themselves more independent. They're sick and tired of the follow-the-money method that seems to concentrate on the elite. And the frustrations of the Brits have been sent now to other uh, voting stations, and they've shown that in actual fact they want to be far more independent. What was interesting about it as well, to look at the voting coming in, um, 80% of the Scottish people voting to stay within the EU. The question is now, uh, with uh, this referendum coming out like this, will they still continue to do that? And this, I think this is quite phenomenal. Will they want to actually uh, go out of the UK and become part of the EU? Uh, so many things to have a look at. When it comes to the South African banks, the response was quite negative. Everybody felt it on Friday. It was a really devastating day for the market on Friday, specifically at the emerging markets were hit hardest. Just to give things into perspective, you know, I think South Africa's trade with, the Euro, with Europe, um, with the UK, is just around about $45 billion US dollars worth of money. And by the way, just on that as well, we must remember that uh, the British or the UK makes up about 20% of all our European uh, trade. So, yeah, it is significant, I suppose, to that extent. The most important thing is to remember as well that the banking sector, specifically on the JSE, I reckon, is the fact that obviously um, um, a number of those companies, the dual-listed companies that are listed both in London and in South Africa, those are the businesses that also got hit quite hard on Friday. So my response to it all is it is a new wave of thinking that brings about a new, different way of of looking at the market, it, it, it keeps us on our toes, I suppose, doesn't it, Sakina? I'm sure you felt like, what is going on? Uh, but <laughs> as we have seen uh, this morning, uh, uh, after the, the people are suffering from the hangover, and I saw it on the, on the Asian markets there, uh, um, they're coming back, uh, there's some profit-taking um, that's taking place as well in the Asian markets, people who have made their losses, they've cut their losses now, taking whatever little that they've made, and trying to see what how they diversify. And evidently, uh, the full stocks are doing relatively well. Um, obviously, people looking at that as a safe haven to protect their capital in, in the short term. And so money is moving to that, that direction. And that's my response to it. And I think it's the new norm. It's the new norm. You just have to get used to it. Well, someone else who is, I guess, uh, reading from the same book as you is the Bank of England governor, Mark Carney, because he yeah. says UK banks have capital enough to withstand Brexit. So good news, mm. that would seem. It, it is good news, Sakina. But, 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 you know, at the back of what, let's, let's remember, um, I don't think they anticipated. And uh, I make a very nice analogy here and say, you know, um, you can prepare for a fire, 
What you don't, what you cannot prepare for is the extent that which it will destroy. So what's happened here is they prepared for a exit, but they didn't know. They didn't know what the uh, response would be from the market. And so it doesn't matter how much money you have um, saved up to protect against this downturn. You still have to calculate into it the fact that you don't know how far risk, uh, the risk uh, will go. And that's why Christine Lagarde, my favorite lady, thank you, uh, she said today, she said, she, she said they, must prepare, they must prepare to take action quickly because the longer we remain in linger, uh, the more uh, drastic these markets will be and the more unresponsive they will be because we don't know what the expectations are. And so action must be taken. The commissioner of the, of the UK and the EU has already resigned, and that saw the pound even go further down. So it's quite phenomenal. And really, this is an amazing story. We've been talking about this for a long time, actually, you and I. So when we go back four months, we've been talking about it. I, I don't think at any point did we expect that we'll be talking on this Monday and saying, goodbye, EU. Hello, UK. Mm. And the Asian markets, of course, uh, they are also reacting still to this news. Trading mixed on Monday morning. Traders continuing to digest what happened on Friday. I told you. <laughs> that's, that's suffering from a hangover, man. You know, um, you look at the Australian ASX 200, which traded up uh, 0.58%, which is quite positive. Obviously, they're still setting out how things are going to be performing. Um, Major Australian uh, bank is uh, also mixed. Uh, ANZ, for example, that's down 0.6%. Commonwealth Bank down uh, by 0.29%. And you look at uh, NAB, uh, that's also up uh, 0.41%. South Korea, and you look at the Kospi, that's uh, down by 24 basis points. And also the Japanese share. Abi, Unganuaku, Abi, Shizu Abi. Now he's my friend, no longer yours. He sent his team. He sent his team to go and investigate Sakina and and see how the finance ministry is going to handle this Brexit. Because remember now, it puts them in a little bit of a, a tough one because they've been trying to fight uh, inflation. And so with the yen um, 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 depreciating as it has, it brings even more trouble to them in terms of inflation. So they're pretty much in trouble. Uh, the Japs and there is no uh, economics. Uh, 2.0, that's going to help in this particular one. They have to come up with new reforms. <laughs> well, just a final question to you. Someone wants yeah. to know, do you think that um, a Messi's retirement from Argentina will have an effect on the stock markets this morning? In- interesting question. <laughs> interesting question. I-, I even heard a bigger question that was asked from uh, um, over the weekend. They said, um, since since the, the capital hub of banking is in the UK and the EPL, English Premier League, um, is one of the, it is the biggest and most expensive league in the world, does that mean now the capital will change? Will EU still continue to support that, London, as the capital of uh, the European banking sector? And the answer is they can't, because if you're out, it means you're out and you can take all your banks back. So you can't continue to be a financial hub if you don't make part of that. So the two countries that came to mind were, were Scotland, because they obviously want to remain in the EU, and they could be an alternative. And then there's Brussels, which is obviously the EU head offices. But who do they go there? So mercy, no, whether it's a mercy or it's a not a mercy, doesn't really matter. But what, what, what we were worried about and the football fraternity would be worried about is will England still be the capital of the world's banking sector? And the answer to that is, it is going to be difficult if you're outside. The, hey, by the way, I've had a nice one here. I said, uh, 
it, it is very cold outside the EU, Sakina. <laughs> okay, let them warm up. Thank you so much, our market analyst, Clive Ntozabantu Ramatibela, back again tomorrow.